you set up one-time vendors in the master vendor file, how do you handle these vendors in the vendor file? We've got five possible solutions, and I have to tell you, none of them are perfect. Which you select will depend upon your philosophy and how many purchases your organization makes from one-time vendors. Hey guys, I'm Mary Schaefer, founder of AP Now, the place where we curate the latest business intelligence for those who work in, manage, have responsibility for the accounts payable and payment function. Okay, so let's dive right in. As I said, no matter what solution you pick, it's not perfect. If you set up a lot of one-time vendors in the master vendor file and you leave them there for their normal duration, you'll end up with a vendor file that's clogged with a lot of inactive vendors. If you don't set them up, you know, the opposite end of the spectrum, there can be problems in that it's not so easy to determine whether or not an invoice has been paid and you may end up paying someone twice and you know how that goes. All right, so let's start right in. Number one, the don't set up crowd. You might want to take this approach if you have a lot of one-time vendors and they're all for small dollar amounts, okay? Small dollar amounts, you're less concerned. Not that you're unconcerned, but you're less concerned. So a number of people will take the approach, we're not gonna set somebody up in the master vendor file unless we have a certain amount of activity with them. That's approach number one. Approach number two, which I kind of like, is that when you have these one-time vendors, especially if they're small dollar vendors, push them to cards. So you kind of eliminate that issue because most people don't put card transactions in the master vendor file. That's just another approach to take. So think about that. Number three, okay? And this is probably the recommended best practice in theory, but you can end up with a lot of garbage in the vendor file. And that is to set up every single vendor, even if you're only going to use them once. Now, if you only have a few of these, you can probably take this approach, and this is the approach that you should take, and it's not gonna cause you much havoc. So you have a few extra vendors in the vendor file, few inactive vendors, but you might wanna do this, okay? Also, the amount of an order will impact it. It's one thing to have vendors who you're spending $25, $100, $200 with, but what if you have vendors who you're spending $500,000, a million dollars with? And what if you have a good number of them, okay? So there's lots to consider here. Now, before we get to what to do if you have a large number or there's a large dollar amount involved, I'd like to suggest that if you like this episode, you give us a thumbs up. And if you loved it, please subscribe. We produce new content for the channel three times a week. Tuesdays and Thursdays are devoted to payment and accounts payable issues. And Saturday is reserved for my new love, Wordle. Okay, approach number four. Set the vendor up and immediately disable it once the transaction has gone through. Now, this is something that you especially might want to consider even if you're not setting vendors up, if there's a large dollar amount. So if you've got an invoice, let's say for a million dollars, okay, you're going to want to make sure that you don't pay that one twice. So you might want to set that vendor up and then you can consider disabling it as soon as the transaction is completed, okay? So you might want to reserve this for those special transactions, basically those large dollar transactions, because, you know, you don't want to take any chance whatsoever that they could get paid twice. And then the last approach, approach number five, is some organizations, especially when they have a lot of one-time vendors and the dollar amount is small, 
they'll set up a vendor in the vendor file called something like one-time vendors, and they'll put all the activity against that particular vendor file, even though clearly it's a whole bunch of different vendors. So you can see that whatever approach you choose, you need to be careful, and none of them are perfect. Occasionally, and hopefully only occasionally, an unscrupulous employee who knows where the weaknesses are in your master vendor file or in any place else in any other part of your organization will choose to take advantage of that. We recently did a piece on weaknesses in the master vendor file and how to make sure that your employees didn't exploit that. You can watch it now. There's a link in the show notes below and on YouTube, a link will appear to it momentarily. As always, I greatly appreciate your thumbs up, your shares, your comments, and your subscribes.